ask a Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Come on, listen to the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show, the Mikey Bet Show. Do you know the Mikey Bet Show? Yes, the Mikey Bet Show, where the bookies get on. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mikey Bet Show. Uh, today I have a surprise. Uh, we have two new guests and potential co host. Um, first, I want to introduce Elliot. How you doing, Elliot? Hey, what's up, Mikey? Thanks for having me, man. Great, great to be here. You have a, a wonderful studio. Yeah, thanks, uh, American Family Insurance. Thanks, Austin. Appreciate you. <laughs> And then second, we have uh, J-Mo. Uh, we call him Jeff, but we also call him J-Mo. Uh, how you doing, J-Mo? What's going on? What's happening, man? Thanks for having us. Jeff, J-Mo, Uncle Mo. I got Uncle a lot Mo. of nicknames. Uncle Mo, I like it. All right. So, how'd you guys like that fucking Bears game? Well, first of all, let's let's get one thing straight. So, we don't really have three Bears fans. It's, it's one diehard Bears fan. It's a semi-Bears fan with... Uh, passion for the Steelers, and then we have a diehard Cowboys fan. I'm sorry to the listeners already, but that's just it is what it is. That's that's what we're gonna have to deal with for a little bit. How, so I'm a, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, but I'm just a football fan in general. So I watch every Bears game from start to finish. And I mean, to be completely honest, I'm probably one of the most level-headed Chicago football fans that I know, just because I know a lot of my buddies that are Bears fans just lose their shit anytime anything happens within the Bears game, before we're, a Bears game, yeah. or after. Exactly. We're irrational. Every single thing that happens week to week, either we fucking fire the guy, we love the guy, oh my gosh, Nagy and Pace are the greatest things I've ever seen, what the fuck are they still doing here, let's start picket fencing outside the Hellas Hall. Every week it changes. I mean, this week, now we're 3-2, and two, so everything's gravy, right? No, There's no problems anymore. Nagy's the greatest guy ever. The McDonald's commercials are amazing. <laughs> two weeks ago, we were ready to hang him on the fucking, uh, on the goalpost, bro. Or put him on the 50-yard line and shoot him. I don't know what the reaction with it, what is the reaction for Bears fans, but I'm part of it. So, I guess I'm part of the guy to blame. So we have you now to keep us a little level-headed. And then we have you. Uh, I'm sorry uh, to hear you're a Steelers fan. Yeah, the Steelers. You know, we're doing our thing. But I'm the same way. I'm from the south side of Chicago. You know, born and raised Chicago. Out to Elk Grove. But you know, it's for Brandon. Shout out Brandon. Or what part of Chicago? Inglewood. What part of the south side? Though? What street? So 65th and National. He's not from 63rd. Thank goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did the sign of the cross right. right there. All right, so sorry. And growing up, the family, you know, the Bears, Bears, Bears. When, yeah. I, when I was a little kid, then I discovered the bus. So I was a fan. Then I moved out and met Elliot and everybody. And mm-hmm. they're just, like you said, too diehard. Too right. diehard of Bears fans. Like, uh, Justin Fields scored that week one he came in. They're like, dude, he's so good. He changed the entire offense. Like, it was a goal line play that most quarterbacks who can run score on, like, he was the greatest of all time. Team. Don't talk about him like that. Future Hall of Fame. Yeah, don't, Hall of don't talk about him like that, right? <laughs> Dude, for me, I guess that's easy for you guys to say because you guys are in Chicago, right? But are you that rational when it comes to being a Cowboys fan? Are you a rational Cowboys fan or are you a diehard Cowboys fan? No, I'm diehard, but I'm also very rational. I mean, for example, this season, uh, I'm staying very negative because <laughs> I don't want to get my expectations too high. Uh, I, I've learned over the years that the higher my expectations are, they're most likely going to finish 8-8, eight eight, you know, season like, like... Crack it right over the mic. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, you know, season like like this season might finish 9-8. and eight. 
Um, so I'm staying negative just because, you know, the season that Romo got hurt, Dak's rookie year, I was, you know, thinking the worst. And then they, they come out and they go 13-3, and three, make a playoff, you know, a playoff game. So a very rational just sports fan in general, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, I'm a realist. So I know I'm, I watch sports and I know what it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to act like Big Ben's, you know, going to do something for us this year. I see it. Well, that's hard for me to believe because last Sunday you had fucking <laughs> yeah, you had Ben Roethlisberger over one rushing yard and I was like, or half a rushing yard. I'm like, brother, no, you cannot do that because fucking Ben Roethlisberger is old as dirt. You know he's only running backwards, so he can't run anywhere. I don't know what I was doing. And I just woke up. I was a little hungover. So. Yeah, and to clear up the the you know the answer to that bet right there, the the result of that bet, we talked about it. On our Sunday picks, quarterbacks now, when they get sacked, those negative yards go to their, towards their passing yards. Yet somehow Big Ben still finished with negative one rushing yard. Dude, poor <laughs> bastard. Because he probably went up a little bit. He probably got two yards and then fucking ran backwards like on his own. I, I feel bad because every single time that guy's on the field, he's hurt. Something's wrong with him. Like, And he's like a warrior. He's like, no, like. I gotta get back there. And then he makes a little documentary for you guys. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> then he throws a bomb and he looks good for one drive. A 50 yard fucking touchdown this week. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I was surprised. And then shout out Mike North. Mike North was like, oh, and you guys thought Big Ben was dead. And I was like, well, the rest of the game, he pretty much was dead. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, I, I think he's like a punch uh, a punch drunk boxer back there. Like, he shows life at times, but then all of a sudden it's like, this, this dude this took guy one shot. too many hits. Yeah, he's done. But he's a legend, and we have no one behind him that's really good. So yep. just let him end his career on this season. Uh, the Cowboys, they ended up blowing out um, the Giants. Shout out the Giants. The shit, Giants suck. Daniel Jones, Mr. Uh, the, the quarterback, who's supposed to be the quarterback of the road, right? He's supposed to dominate everybody on the road. Didn't do that to the Cowboys. Nope. Zeke is amazing. Dak, I love Dak. Uh, everybody knows I love Zeke. I've compared, and this is the hottest take I've ever said, I've compared Zeke to Walter Payton. Shouldn't have done that, but, I mean, dude, the way that the guy fucking runs, he doesn't run away. He runs at you, and he's ready to fucking hit you. The first preseason game that I've ever seen him, I think he went up against uh, Wagner, Bobby Wagner on the Seahawks, and he, Bobby Wagner, like, fucking gave him a cheap shot, and he came right back and him, trucked him, got the first yard, and I was like, dude, this guy's going to be good. So, you're negative on the Cowboys, this is the first year in a long time that I'm positive on the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those seasons, like when you start getting positive, where they, they quickly go from a winning record to a 500 record. Yeah, that's But true. yeah, I mean, the O-line is back. The O-line is healthy. Um, you know, Zach Martin's up there. Tyron Smith's up there. Lyle Collins, you know, his suspension was held up, so he, you know, got caught bribing a... Uh, uh, one of the drug test officials. Yeah. Oh, he's back now. <laughs> no, he's he's still gonna be out. So that's gotta be. I want to know how that conversation went down. You know what I'm saying? Like, how yeah. much you want? You know, what, like, how are you gonna bribe that guy? That guy probably gets more money for you snitching and him telling than him actually receiving the money. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, dude. I I wouldn't get it. I was but, upset at first because they didn't say why what happened originally. They just said due to drug testing. I'm like, well, he didn't miss any. He made everyone. You know, he says he's all good, but then that comes out. It's like, oh, even worse. You should have done some drugs. Yeah. <laughs> you should have done some drugs. Shout out uh, Josh Gordon. Shout out Josh Gordon, who made his debut this year uh, yeah. against uh, the Bills. The Bills were underdogs. I cannot believe they won. Wait, yes, I can. <laughs> um, Josh Gordon, I don't know why he's been out of the league for so long, but he's a decent 
He's a decent wide receiver, right? You guys, you guys like Josh Gordon? I think Josh Gordon's like a generational type talent, but I mean, the guy's just never on the field. When he was on the field and he was playing, when he was on the Browns, no quarterbacks thrown to him. No, the guy was the most Stud. one of the most dominant wide receivers in the NFL when he got tick, and he, they were actually utilizing him as a number one wide receiver. And the work ethic, because when he got suspended the first and the second time, what did he do? He went and sold cars. He wasn't sitting on his ass. You know what I'm saying? He was a car salesman. He knows how to hustle. So he knows how to get balls. And get, he's still in the league, right? Every single year he smokes, gets out of the league, smokes, get out of the league, smokes, get out of the league. And he's back. <laughs> well, weed's legal now. So if he's out of the league, I'm very concerned, right? Yeah. So I think now he's going to have a decent career. It's, it's going to be on the back end. but Yeah, a lot of prime years wasted. But like you said, that work ethic, just to come back to the league and still have that dream. Every year. Because a lot of guys like... Justin Blackman, random. I got his jersey at Ross One for done. <laughs> like nine dollars, dude. Yeah. It was the steal of a lifetime. That was after I knew he was out of the league. Well, that's because he was a, he was a drinker. You can't be drinking all day every day. Beer belly, back to play. Bro. No, yeah. you can't do it. Yeah, just I'm, never surfaced again. Somehow yeah. Josh Gordon does it every year. Well, Josh Gordon, I mean, I feel like he works really hard. He just relaxes very hard as well. But I mean, if you guys watched that game, did you see the the pick play? He got called for a pass interference. Yes, yeah, it kind of cost him. Just blew up a cornerback, though. Yeah. I mean, just made him look like a child, blocked him right into a DB or to, into a safety. Granted, he got called for it. I didn't think that should have been a PI just because, I mean, he, the initiated contact at the line of scrimmage, he just kept driving him off. But He's a big boy now, too. He was always he was ripped before, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's got a little beard gut now. He's looking more like a tight end. Mm-hmm. One catch. One catch, 11 yards, I think, something like that. So um, he'll get right with... With Mahomes. They're going to need all the talent they can get because uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire went down. Mm. You guys see that guy? Yeah, that was nasty, too. That was rough. I Are you guys high on the guy? I'm... I've still been waiting for him to, like, pop and do something. And I was looking at the stats the other day, and they're, like, a top-five rushing team, which I didn't How? Know. <laughs> right? It because seems like it doesn't happen. They're using a plethora of running backs. And to me, he just reminds me of a rip-off uh, Melvin Gordon, which mm. Melvin Gordon is a rip-off Mel- Melvin Gordon. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really like them, but it is what it is. I have him on my fantasy team, and he fucked me again, gets injured. Um, His thing was he, he's just on the Chiefs. That's why everyone was so high on him. Yeah. Right. I'm on the best offense. He's got oh, he was He won in the first round, right? Yeah, he won in the first out of college, round. he was a beast. Which is annoying. It was like, sorry, this thing keeps creaking. Um, yeah, coming out of college, he was a beast. He was a stud. Even a couple of years, he was good, but I don't think it's working out. Yeah, I'm happy that I'm not happy. You never want to be happy about somebody getting injured. But I picked up Daryl Williams Ooh. in like every fantasy league that Sunday, just because I I, I was like, you always, in my opinion, when it comes to fantasy, you got to stockpile running backs because injuries are going to happen. And for some reason on Sunday, I was like, I'm just going to start picking this guy up, mm-hmm. and it happened. And I'm I'm now I'm stocked. Next week, I, I got some choices to make. I got fucking Michael uh, Thomas coming back next week. Fingers crossed. I cannot wait. I need him to come back and be a stud. But you just said that it's not it's not okay to root for players to get injured. I'm just gonna say like when Andy Dalton got injured, I was ecstatic. Okay, <laughs> I was fucking ecstatic. And I'm sorry he, he probably you know probably hurt really bad, but I'm sorry, dude. Fucking we got Justin Fields so. Sometimes you do root for injury. I'm good and for that's okay. some simple injuries. Yeah. Nice little sprained ankle. Nothing serious. Well, did you guys <laughs> see fucking Chris Collinsworth when he was like, you, you need a twist? There's somebody like somebody on the Chiefs like twisted a, uh, Josh Allen's ankle, 
And Chris Collinsworth was like, like, oh, yeah, you should twist a little harder. You're going to do anything that you can do to get on there or get him hurt. And I'm like, bro, you don't say that on <laughs> on air, right? Yeah. Like, that's not okay. But it is what it is. That's old school football. So. Yeah. It's was, good football. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's something that, is, that was just in his genes. He, could, he couldn't get that out of him. How about that fucking tie that was supposed to be a tie, but it wasn't because uh, Mason Crosby fucking finally hit it. The bear, uh Fucking, you hit that bet. Remember when you bought down? You're like, I was at, it's, I was like, it's minus three right now, and you're like, well, I'll take the point, two and a half for the Packers, yep. and they hit that fucking field goal. Oh, smart yeah. move, no, very smart move. I was ecstatic when that happened, and we, we were talking about that too. I mean, Aaron Rodgers won that game three times. Yeah. Joe Burrow won it twice, <laughs> and the kickers just kept losing it for him. This is the last recap I want to do really quick. But fuck the Colts, dude. They cost me like. Not cost me three grand, but I could have won three grand, and they can go fuck themselves because that's stupid. It was the last leg to a parlay. Uh, so, oh, we're not talking about it. Let's talk about this week too. Fucking week six, okay? Excuse me. So the game already happened for Bucks Eagles. We're not gonna be talking about Bucks Eagles because we're recording now. So by the time this comes out, you guys will be like, you know. Why are you recapping it? So I'm going to go straight to the best game of the week. Obviously, that's Bears-Packers. Um, you guys go first. I'm not going first on this one. What do you guys think of the Bears-Packers? I mean, it's a big game for both teams. They're, I mean, the Bears can go up in the division. They're both 1-0 in the division. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the division has beat the Lions, so yeah. it's not saying much. But if Justin Fields wants to become a rock star already, he already kind of is, but right. if he beats the Packers right now, and beats him again later in the season, he'll already be a Chicago legend. We're like 19-2 and two versus the Packers the last 21 games. It's ridiculous. They're just whooping us every, since 2010. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Just destroying us. And we always, lose the, or we always win the meaningless ones. It's always the yeah. second game that we win, and it doesn't even matter. Right. right? So it's like they've been honestly giving us an ass-whooping every year, and Bears Twitter just talks so much fucking shit. All the time. And then when the game time comes, all the Packers fans come out and are like, oh, yeah, we told you, we told you, Again. we told you. And it's like, damn it. Like all you right. said the other day, it's one of the greatest, supposed to be one of the greatest rivalries. Actually, 19-4 since 2010. So it's not a real rivalry. Since we got out of college, the Bears have only won four times. That's bad. Yeah, I think this week's going to be tough for the Bears fans, too. I mean, when I was looking at the board, uh, this is coming on Friday. Great win by the Bucks. Covered the spread. Hit the over. Put up 40. I'm going to say 43 on the Eagles. I'm going to predict that. But, I mean, when you look at the tail of the tape with the Bears and the Packers, I mean, everybody's worried about the Packers' D coming into the season. You look at the Bears' D and you think that they're playing lights out, playing great football right now. When you look at the numbers, they're almost neck and neck when yeah. it comes to rushing yards and passing yards given up on the defensive side of the ball. So... Takeaways are going to be key, but, I mean, when you look at them offensively, what do we say? I mean, Lamar Jackson himself has more yards than, I think, 18 teams in the NFL, one of them being the Chicago Bears. I don't know why everybody's so down on Lamar Jackson either. I know he can't throw. Like, he can throw. He's been proving it this year that he can throw. He's not the best thrower, but he could still throw. I don't know why everybody's just shitting down this guy's leg. Even, um... I didn't take the over, but you took the over for Lamar Jackson, right? Yep. And you hit that, obviously, because he had 350 yards, yeah. right? Something stupid like that. Yeah. 
I wouldn't take that bet, but maybe now this week I would because he's proven himself day in and day out that he's got an arm. And he's got that long ball. That's the always, he can always hit that fucking deep ball. I don't know what it is. He can't short target. He's a, he, what is he, not nearsighted, but farsighted? Farsighted. He's farsighted when it comes to, never know. But maybe this, he needs LASIK. There you go. Like yeah. It works for Jameis. Yeah. You got LASIK? Nice. Oh, yeah. He was critically blind. <laughs> yeah, literally. Before. He was like squinting at really? the sidelines. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, Lamar, fifth in the league right now in passing with 1,519 yards. I mean, he's got 341 rushing yards. The guy, you know, I agree with you. People have been hating on him. He's a, dude, he's young. He's like, what, 23 years old? You know who hates him on him the most is uh, my long lost father, the Philly Godfather. Always. Oh, and he does always he hate him. Always Call hates him on Lamar back. Jackson. Yeah. yeah, saying running back can't play quarterback. Dude, dude, I don't know what it is, but he hates Lamar Jackson. But that's their offense. They're a running offense. The thing is, he threw. He averages like 160 yards per game career wise. Right. So people get mad, but he can throw that thing. I mean, that deep ball to Brown. I mean, is always there. It seems like always. In Watkins, Sammy Watkins yeah. is throwing it to him all the time too. Now it's yeah. like, what the fuck, like. And when he throws it to, I, I actually looked this up. I couldn't find it. I was trying to look up release times for quarterbacks because that's the one thing with Lamar Jackson. It's just like a flick of the wrist. Mm-hmm. And I actually started looking for the release times because I wanted to see how fast Justin Fields got the ball out. Because it seemed when I was watching, it seemed like when I, I, I rewatched the highlights of last week, the games where he actually had a clean pocket and he went with his first read. Yeah. I mean, he was getting that ball out quick. Really? Yeah. So that's why I started looking at it. But Lamar's got it. I mean, I was impressed by some of those short to intermediate passes he was making last week. The only thing with Lamar that I will say is that it, it doesn't look like he goes through his reads. It looks like the reads go through him. Whereas yeah. like he's looking at number one, and then he has to adjust in the pocket. And then he's, he's like, like, oh, fuck. All right, let's yeah. run. Let's one, two. Where's three? Where's exactly. four? Yeah. He's forced to make the next read. Poor just saw that in Justin Fields. His feet are pointing completely one way before he makes the throw. Like, yeah. you're supposed to step in the throw, but yeah. you're not supposed to have your feet there he, already. He like, needs to learn. He needs to learn how to get out of the pocket faster when under pressure, right? Dude, I, I've seen it so many times where he just like, he's like, all right, fuck it, I'm just going to fall. And I've seen that too many times with Mitch Trubisky. I've seen that too many times with, like, shitty rookie quarterbacks. You know, so I, I hope that's not a sign that he's a shitty quarterback, but, like, you got to find a way and not fall under pressure every single time. Yeah. Um, he should have a clean pocket this week. I mean, I think the yeah, O-line played pretty should. well last week. You know, Just got to watch out for Zedarius. Zedarius Smith for the Packers. He uh, just start. had back surgery suddenly. Never mind. He's Fuck gone. Here. He's gone. He's gone. Because he was on all my fantasy teams. Only reason I know that. Wait. You have Zedarius Smith on a fantasy team? Yeah, we do defense in all my leagues, individual players. Shit. So I can't. How do you, you guys do in your fantasy teams this, this week? Yeah, how'd you do, Joe? Uh, this week, oh, I, <laughs> we're in Wait, the same I went 0 and 6. This is the first time in oh, my I'm fucking good. career I went 0 and 6. This, this, because I'm in six leagues like a dumbass. Yeah. So, first year I went 0 and 6 in, in, wow, in a week. Yeah, that's yeah rough. it was pretty amazing. 1 and 2 don't seem that bad now. No. Yeah, keep yeah, <laughs> talking about it. Week. Yeah. And I had to start Davis Mills in the, our league. So. Wait. We're in a, so there's one league that we're in. You're, it's it's a two-quarterback league, okay. three-wide receiver, two-running back, one tight end, and then five defensive players. No three, flex, no kicker. It's yeah. the weirdest league ever. You need to play two DBs, and you need to have uh, just three defensive players. So they can't be a mixture of linebackers Guys, that's not DBs. good. I, that, that's not good. That scares the fuck out of me, bro. You guys should just start a like an arena football league and, and just draft players. I, that's, yeah, right? that's fucking crazy. Holy shit. Who's I can't believe that. Sauter? I don't know. I don't like the league. Yeah, Sauter. I'm in it. 
Yeah. Oh so our gosh. buddy, our buddy Souders, the commissioner, he's actually head of uh, season ticket sales for the Seattle Kraken. Shout out to them. Shout they, out Seattle Kraken. They just uh, they just played their first game last night. Shout out three two. Take the yell. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> oh, sorry. 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 Hey, it is what it Since is. Since we're shouting out ticket holders and or you say season ticket holder or the head of sales. Head of sales. Se- speaking of head of sales for season tickets, uh, shout out Jack Calvis, my intern, our intern. Uh, he is the head of sales for the Chicago Sky, who just made the finals. Shout Game out. two today. Game two is today. We got to have five. him on soon. You know what? I might just call him mid-interview, and we'll fucking get him on. Um, yeah, they're surprisingly good. Candace Parker doing it for the hometown. Gets to go against Diana Taurasi, the GOAT. Yeah. She really is, too. I, I, Brittany I, Griner, too, right? She's on the Griner, on, yeah. yeah, yeah, on the Mercury. Yeah, because I think are they, they're down 1-0 to the Mercury right now, aren't they? No, they won. I they thought. won? Yeah, they yeah, beat they the Mercury. Oh, Fat Steve's a huge fan. He's like, we're going to a home game. I'm like, all right. Don't, what it is. don't ever say we don't talk WNBA on this fucking podcast because we I, do. Dude, I might actually be down to go to a game because you can get great seats because yeah. they play at Allstate. Yeah. yeah, we'll be right next to Zach Levine. They, they have all the NBA players in there too. Like when it comes to the finals and shit, everybody goes and watches and supports them. Might have to do that. Chance the Rapper's been there. He was there for the, the Chance the Rapper's been everywhere. Semifinals. What what state <laughs> is like he's the rock of movies, you know, <laughs> or of, of sports events. Like anytime he gets invited, he can't turn it down. Right. Does I've, he still wear the hat too? Yeah. Why wouldn't he? You know why he wears the hat? I'll show you a picture and then you'll be like, that's why this guy wears a hat. Because this guy's forehead is about back here. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty bad. Shout yeah. out Chance. I uh, remember one time we smoked spliff together. Don't know if he remembers, but uh, we were in his recording studio. And I was the only, like, weird guy. I was not a drug dealer, but um, I was a drug dealer. And uh, <laughs> and I was uh, fucking sitting there. when We were just smoking weed, and he's like, you like spliffs? I was like, no. He's like, well, now you're going to like spliffs because we don't have a lot of weed. And I was like, okay. So rolled up spliffs and smoked it with Chance. That's my cool little Chance story. Yeah, I feel like that's like when people talk about smoking with Snoop Dogg. Like, if they're going to offer you something, you, you just got to smoke it. Yeah. Like I don't smoke anymore, but I oh, neither I, do I. I'd sure. have to take a, I'd have to take make an exemption for for something like that. Yeah, well, I never have, and I would right away, no questions asked. Yeah, if Snoop hands it to you, you have to take over. it. There's yeah. like, there's no way you're not taking a joint from Snoop Dogg, right? Yeah. Because first of all, you know it's something really good, right? Some good shit, mm-hmm. and then you know like if you don't do this, your street cred goes down the drain, yeah. and you'll be viral on Facebook. Your parents will hate you. Nobody. Your parents will hate you. Like, I don't know what else to say. You know? See my mom now, so you didn't smoke. Huh? Oh, so huh? Yeah. And his mom is like the sweetest, like the sweetest, like cleanest lady you could ever imagine. I couldn't even. She'd probably be so disappointed if you smoked with anybody else. But if you turned it down, like Jeff, how can you, you turn it down with Snoop Dogg? So yeah. disappointed. <laughs> you learn this quick, Mike. Too. I sweat a lot when it's we're okay. either drinking and or just doing podcasts. So, I'm always so you're like a waterfall right now. Waterfall. You look like the key and peel guy, like oh, we yeah. were saying. Yeah, the the sweating. Wait, wait, till sweat. we do the, wait till we do the wings. You'll see. Yeah, oh, I can't fucking wait. It's worse than this. This is nothing. So you have two wings now, though. Yes, I right? assume I lost last week. Right, uh, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate to be a dick. Right? I don't know. I, mean, I took big bets. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Benny actually had a bad day too, so we'll see. Because Benny owes one. I know I went three and one. I, not the flex. Wish I went four and zero. Oh. Seven and one for two weeks. Seven and one, yeah. Seven and one, mm. two weeks in a row. But I mean, if you're taking the Bears this week, I don't know how that's gonna look. Yeah, I, oh, I'm not taking the Bears this week. We'll talk about the bets in a, in a second. Um, you were saying that you sweat a lot. 
So back in high school, they didn't call me Mikey Best. They called me Mikey Sweats. So trust me, I totally fucking understand. Like, it, yeah, it was real recognized. Yeah, real recognized, real. That's I used to have the rag when it was fucking hot. Yeah, it always dapping it up. I every single time. So now that being said, let's get into our bets of the week, right? Uh, we will recap a little bit more before we get out of here. So let me just give my quick lightning rod takes, and then I'm gonna give you guys. Um, we're gonna rip off Cap. Shout out Cap, he's coming on the show next week. Uh, so is the Philly Godfather, they're both coming on. We're gonna be having a little panel with the college kids as well. Matt, shout out Matt. It'll be a fun time. Um, we're just gonna talk a lot of gambling and we'll give our projections as well. But I'm gonna do a little bit of a shot or no shot, okay? Uh, we're gonna go through the games and you tell me shot or no shot, okay? Something that I just made up on the spree and on the fly. So, Packers, Bears. Minus four and a half. Shot or no shot? No shot. No shot. Minus four and a half. The, the Packers? Bears? No, no, I'm sorry. Packers minus four oh, and okay. a half. Yeah, shot. Shot? Sure. Okay. Shot. That's probably going to be my lock of the week. I mean, with the way you know Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams have been playing, I had no idea their defense was that good until I started doing the research, but I think they're covering that easy. The Bengals played the Packers tough. The Bears should, but Rodgers is Rodgers versus the Bears. So Rodgers isn't throwing three picks. I'm going to say this, okay? I'm not betting on the Bears. I'm not betting the spread on the Bears either. But I will buy points, and I'll take them at seven and a half. I think this defense is pretty fucking decent, right? Khalil Mack always gives Aaron Rodgers a hard time. Now that Robert Quinn is finally playing, I think he's going to be a stud and... I'll take it, but I just said lightning rod. Here I go into explaining. I'll shut the fuck up. All right. Uh, Dolphins at Jaguars. James Robinson, anytime touchdown score. It's probably going to be at minus 170. Would you guys take that bet? So, real quick, I've met James Robinson a couple times. How's he doing? He played in Rockford for our high school football coach. Wait, really? Yeah, what so what high school you guys go to? We went to Elk Grove, but our coach moved up to Rockford okay. after we left. Okay. And he was his coach, and we met at my coach's wife's funeral. Wow. And then a couple parties he had. So okay. I went up there. Holy um, shit. So I'm definitely taking James Robinson anytime touchdown. Shout out James Robinson, anytime touchdown. We're going to get... You know what? And everybody was fucking down on him this year. Even with... Uh, I don't even know the running backs. What? ETNA? I believe that's the name. I thought it was Etney. Dude, thank God I didn't say it. Okay, ETNA. I was so... <laughs> Whatever. The rookie, uh, I thought... Everyone was like, oh, he's going to be a stud. I was like, you guys forget that James Robinson just went off last year mm -hmm. for a shitty team? Like, it's hard to do. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like him a lot. I think he's a stud. I think he'll, he'll get the... Touchdown. I'm furious about that because I'm in a keeper league, and they my commissioner made us keep our keepers before Etienne got hurt. So why I didn't dude? Don't <laughs> I have a lot of beef with this commissioner. Yikes! But I passed up on James Robinson as a keeper and ended up keeping Tyree Kill, and I was furious about it. The minute that Etienne got hurt, literally just I, I almost gave up on the season. And but I didn't use him the first two weeks, but now he's playing well. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm gonna take I'm gonna I'm gonna take that bet. Because, I mean, they've been using him. He's a goal line back. He's, he's pretty much an every down back. Yeah, yeah right. He can get the touches down He's a stud. He's a stud. And Trevor Lawrence always gets those little sneaky rushes. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean anything when you got James Robinson. And you're going against the Dolphins' defense. They're not elite. They're like tier four, right? Yeah. Out of yeah, five. Yeah, they dropped off big time. Yeah. Let's go to Bengals-Lions, the game that nobody wants to watch. I think that the Lions are going to fucking get their first dub. I said it. I'm also going to say this. I'm a Dan Campbell guy. Okay. 
I love Dan Campbell. Are you a Dan Campbell guy? Yeah, Dan There's Campbell. a lot of people that aren't Dan Campbell guys because he's fucking like, all right. You see, you see him crying the other day? He yeah. was crying? Yeah. You don't do that. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. wait, wait. You're on five. You cry. You cry when you lose close ones, but like, keep it together in the back, in the back. I, I totally understand it. But you're 0 5. You're talking about biting kneecaps and this and that. And then you come up like, and they, they weren't like tears, really. They were like, <laughs> like, dude, he was fucking like really upset. And if I was a player watching, then I'd just be like, bro, what is this guy doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm changing shit out of the locker room. And I see this guy fucking, like, I'm like, dude, just get focused on next week. Like, bro, we lost by two. I know it was a heartbreaker, but. I don't know. That's my only take with uh, Dan Campbell. And I know you're looking at me like you want to kill me, so tell me why it's okay to no, cry I'm in the locker saying, room. Dude, I'm, I'm a big, like, wear your heart on your sleeve type of guy. Especially with a Dan Campbell type dude. Any player that has a problem with that, I guarantee you Dan Campbell would fight him on site. Fight on site. On site. On site. He's that type of guy. So drop down and give me 20 or fight me right now. Yeah. Exactly. And probably will win, too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why... Well, like, he bites kneecaps, didn't you hear? <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, he's going to do whatever he needs to do to win. Bite a kneecap, do whatever he needs to do. So that's why from a guy like Dan Campbell, I, I think they're going to win based off of some of that emotion because those guys realize this is how much this shit means to this guy. Yeah, that's true. And that's I, true. I love him because he's just a fucking meathead. And he's he just all about... Just being physical. Fuck analytics. Yeah. Fuck this. We're going to fucking kill you. Like, dude, I love the guy, but they're 0-5. So, like, is yeah, it really worth it? Yeah. You're crying to 0-5. Cry when you lose the Super Bowl by they, 1 or something. If they make it. They've never made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, we don't even talk about Lions in yeah. the Super Bowl. It's like, you just water and oil. Doesn't they make just sense. Don't, don't go together. Joe, um, Joe Burrow still can't talk, though. Doctors told him not to talk. He's on voice rest. So, I'm also taking the Lions because the guy's throat is fucked up. Like I don't even know, what that, I don't even know what that means, you know. But I don't what do you know. He's gonna do sign language, you know what I'm saying? Like punching the throat. Yeah. So like I don't even know how severe that is. Yeah. I'm sure nobody's talking about it. Right. They're telling, you know, nobody's telling the media. But that's another reason why I'm going with the line. It's such a weird injury, just a throat injury. You know what I'm saying? Just what throat contusion? I've never actually heard of that in any injury in my life. Never. Have you ever heard of an athlete getting that? Not that porn stars only. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Usually out on the island. Shout out uh, Rachel Starr. Seeing you grow up, we really appreciate all your work. <laughs> I guess Jada Stevens watched you work too. <laughs> Man, uh, Alexis, Texas. Thank you for all your business. <laughs> appreciate you. From uh, what is it? Barely legal to uh, milfs. Just working the way. <laughs> My whole history that I cleared. Uh, Texans, Colts. What are we gonna do here? Oh God, I want to stay away from this fucking game. It stinks. Um. Uh, oh. Mark Ingram, anytime touchdown scorer. Shot or no shot? No shot. Too many running backs back there. They keep spreading the ball around. I'm going no shot. I, I got him on the bench in one of my fantasy leagues, and he's very inconsistent. Week one looked like he was going to be a baller, but since then, not so much. Not a chance. I'm sorry, Mark. You were my boy, but not anymore. No chance. So what is your odds on, um, help me out here, Carson Wentz, over one and a half touchdowns? That. Uh, yeah. I will take. I'm going to hammer that. One I think that's going to be the steal of the, the week. Is that that bet right there is minus one and a half or over one and a half passing yard touchdowns. Come on, Mike. Too many Bud Lights. Over one and a half passing touchdowns by Carson Wentz, especially against the Colts. The Colts have veterans. They're tough defense. Right. But there's no way that I see Carson Wentz leaving this game without two touchdowns. And Jonathan Taylor, I can see him getting a touchdown. I don't know why the odds always have him at plus, like plus 110, plus 170, plus one. 
Why do they not expect this guy to get a touchdown every single game? I don't know. I don't understand it. First three weeks, he kind of had a shitty week, few weeks, but free money week four, five, and hopefully six if that comes up. And I'll take him any time, touchdown score too. They give a lot of touches to the the running backs. Naheem Hines, now Marlon Mack got some, some tick Fuck last week. Marlon Mack. Bro, who's uh, supposed to be traded. I know. <laughs> Why are you still out there? Yeah. I actually love that Carson Wentz bet, though, because last year that was money. Every, every game. Every, every game, yeah. He would even have, like, every week he was going on a run of two touchdowns, two interceptions. Like, Nobody every single week yeah. it was ridiculous. But uh, because the interceptions, like, people see that, even Vegas, like, they see that and they're like, all right, this guy's not going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they rather bet you to get the interceptions than the fucking touchdowns. But he still managed to get two every, almost every every game. It's, mm-hmm. It was money. He had 402. Dak, too. Shout out Dak. Dak. Before he was getting four touchdowns a game, it was over one and a half. Was a lock every single week. Yeah. Like, how are you not giving it to the guy with the best receivers in the league? Yeah. And to get back to the Carson Wentz, T.Y. Hilton's back at practice, so he might be back. Oh shit! Really? Mo Ali Cox. They're finally starting to use him like they should. I don't know how they don't look at this guy and just say, "Give him the ball." Dude. At least six or seven times a game. Basketball player, a former basketball player, like just throw him the ball up. We'll catch it. It's very easy. But he's he's fucking gigantic he's too. Like when you see DBs hit him, I feel bad for him. It's literally like if I was trying to tackle JMO right now in the open field, I would just go flying off him and stand no chance. That's fucked up. However, for Mo Ali Cox, let me warn everybody. I picked him up on my fantasy team, so he'll do absolutely nothing for you. <laughs> JMO's the jinx. I'm bad luck. JMO the jinx. Jeez. It's true. They used to call me Mikey Mush, so I get it. <laughs> it's all right. What do we call you, Elliot? L. Elliot. Yeah, like L, you know, I guess. It doesn't really make sense. We'll figure that one out. All right, so <laughs> we got Rams-Giants. Rams-Giants. I hate Joe Judge. I think he's a shitty fucking coach. Yeah, I mean. You make 30-year-old men run because you don't like the way that. No, this is not college. Grown-ass men are not going to be like, oh, yes, coach, I ran. Whatever you say, let me go run a lap. No, he made his coaches run a lap. Mm-hmm. He made the assistant coach run a lap. Dude. It's crazy. I don't understand where you find that anywhere in the league, but it is what it is. I'm going to go ahead and take Rams minus nine and a half, shot or no shot. Big shot. I'm, I mean, I'm probably going to take this as well. Um, I mean, you look at the Rams compared to the Giants, especially if they got – they said Daniel Jones has had a shot to play this week, but if you got Mike Glennon going up against that Rams defense, I mean, long neck's not getting that done. I hate that motherfucker, bro. He's good for a pick. Is that a bet? Because he for sure... Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it'll probably be at like minus 200 for him to throw a pick. Yeah, that guy... Dude, John Gruden, I don't know if you guys saw Hard Knocks last year. He went in on them. Um, why, how have we not talked about John Gruden? So, John Gruden, that had... What was it? How long was his contract? 10 years? Right? Yeah. He had a 10-year contract and 10% stake in the, in the fucking league. <laughs> in the... In the my thing is, is like, bro, Schefter. He went on a, he went on the, the thing. He's like, he had a full slate of uh, offending people. He offended the gays, the blacks, the um, what else did he offend? Roger Goodell. Goodell, yeah, that Roger was Goodell. that was it. That you was fucking, it. you, you, you can say anything you want about black people. You can say anything you want about gay people. But God forbid you talk about Roger Goodell, you're fucked. You're gone. You're out of the league, bro. He heard that. The first emails where he was doing the, he had what is a racial trope. They're like, all right, we'll, we'll do an investigation. We'll see how it goes. Wasn't that big a deal? Nah, who cares? Okay, I see. As no soon as the second email came out where he was talking shit about Goodell, he's like, fuck this, shut it down, take him out of the Hall of Fame, take him out of the Ring of Honor, take him out of the 
Baltimore's or uh, Bucks. the Bucks, Bucks yeah. fucking Ring of Honor. Anything to do with him, take him out. Would you guys see what uh, Mark Davis said? So he never no. he didn't even talk about it yet. And granted, I mean, I'm not saying anything that he said was okay. I mean, plus you got to be smart about it. That's just such an old ass man. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like there's certain things that he said were kind of funny. So I get it. Like, I, and I'm not here. I'm not. I disavow. I disavow anything that is happening. Yeah. You, you know, nothing bad. But I mean, the guy has a little bit of a sense of humor, and and those are his private emails. Like, bro, that's fucked up. That leave the guy alone. That, um, I just think that's such an old man thing to do. Those like put something in an email and think that like nobody's gonna find it. Like, yeah. you just can't be doing. Oh, this absolutely. Stuff. He barely knew how to type, probably. Yeah, was, like, dude, he probably forwarded a chain email and was like, "This is so fucking funny." Like, he finally found out about chain emails, and like right. to him, that's our like. Twitter, you know, like and reshare. He thinks yeah. it's so fucking funny. But Mark Davis did say when they asked him about it, he just said, uh, "Ask the NFL; they have all the answers." So you could tell that he was kind of frustrated with just like the they, NFL made this a deal, you know, bigger, you know, possibly bigger than it should have been. But I do think you know you can't be talking like that. It's twenty twenty one. Yeah, like it is what it is. You know, he he got what was coming for him. You got to be more careful. Right, a thousand percent. But. My other thing is, is a lot of people are saying that he took the fall for um, the Washington football team's owner, right? The uh, Daniel Schneider. That's why these tweet, these uh, emails came out. It's because they're investigating him, yeah. and the New York Times got wind of it. So, I a lot of people are saying that he used the sword, or he fell on the sword for fucking Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder. Which, I've been waiting for other people to drop. Or yeah. like people to resign or stuff like that. Daniel Snyder needs to get out of the fucking league. I hate that motherfucker. And also, have you seen their stadium? Garbage. It's almost <laughs> as worse as the Bears stadium. And they're not doing a thing about it. Like, at least really? the Bears are yeah. taking initiative to, like, you know, up, upgrade and, like, this and that. Move to Arlington Heights. The <laughs> Washington football team is garbage. I, 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 What is your take on that one? The uh, Soldier Field... Arlington Heights, do you like it or, or not like it? I'd be ecstatic because I go to a lot of Bears games and that's probably... Fuck the, public parking. Fuck <laughs> the walk. Dude, it's literally the most difficult... So actually, let yeah. me preface this. So I, I'm a Cowboys fan. I go to an away Cowboys game every single year to see the awesome. Cowboys play at a different stadium. So I've been to a ton of stadiums. Soldier Field is hands down the worst stadium not to watch a game at, but to like just be around. It every it, if you want to tailgate outside, you, you want to party outside, you want to go to a bar. It's impossible. You have to take like a fucking ten minute walk to get there. You know, twenty minute walk back. If you want to get an Uber outside of the stadium, it's impossible. So, we're from the suburbs. I mean, like me and Jeff, we, we used to play basketball at our, our out in Arlington Heights every single Thursday for like ten years. We were in a league out there. And the bar that sponsored us was like three minutes away. Mm -hmm. So if that if they do move to Arlington Heights, I'm gonna be ecstatic because it's twenty minutes away. It's gonna be wide open. I'm sure the tailgate scene is gonna be unbelievable. Uh, The only bad thing is that my wife cuts hair right across the street from Arlington Racetrack. Oh shit! So they're probably gonna buy up her place, and she's (laughs) gonna have to find a new place to (laughs) find a new place to do do her job. The Bears, I get offered free tickets like every single week. I can go to probably five Bears games a year for free if I wanted to. But my decision is always made of, yeah, it's too hard to get to. I don't want to spend two hours pretty much traveling, planning, all that. Right here is perfect. That's a flex, right? I can go to any game I want. I can go to five games if I wanted to. (laughs) Who gives a fuck? 
I can't do that. But even when it is that time to go to the game, it's like, bro, you have to go. My go-to bar is Reggie's. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Reggie's. Yeah. And it's on like 18th and State, right? Great bar. They take, they give you a bus to go to the game. So that helps me out. But like, it's just, if you don't know about that, Soldier Field sucks. And the walk, regardless, sucks, right? You end up walking a mile no matter what you do. So you can drink as much beer as you want at Soldier Field. That's the good thing because you'll burn it off. In mic logic, but um, I'll be sober by the time I get to my car. That's usually, <laughs> oh, what I good. say. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Uh, don't drink and drive. Um, but yeah, I I can't wait for them to go to um, Arlington Heights, dude. I'm so fucking tired of the city. I'm tired of parking. I'm tired of all of it. I'm tired of this. It looks like a spaceship. Like it looks like a shitty spaceship. Um, my mom lives right downtown on State Mall Bash, and I. Don't go to the games. Oh, really? Like, I can in go the, to house. In those yeah, the, apartments. The, those nice-ass apartments, yeah. dude. Yeah. She was right there. And she's okay. like, just don't come to the city. It's crazy down here. It's ridiculous. I'm like, you don't want to go to the games? She's like, not a chance. She can walk there, though. If she yeah, I can walk right. from her house, yeah. but I'm still... Last time I parked in front of her house, my windshield got broken. I got two tickets. I'm like, what? I got a ticket. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they don't do anything about the fucking... I, uh, on my birthday, actually, last year, I went to Las Carola. Have you guys ever been to Las Carola? No. Best place in the city. Best restaurant in the city ever. Shout out Armando. Is that Italian? Yes, that is Italian. Uh, it is one of my... It is my favorite restaurant in Chicago, right? It's It's got the most authentic... So this is the thing. It's got the most authentic Mex or Italian food, but Armando is Mexican, right? So he is a chef that makes Italian cuisine and I've never in my 20 whatever years of life uh, have never had Italian food as good and I grew up like being like in an Italian home my whole life so like I've had food uh, my mom's Irish but like I've had Italian food like my whole life and like this is easily the best so shout out Armando uh, La Scarola fucking the best but um, where was I even going with La Scarola I don't know. We got on best restaurants out of nowhere. I forget. Yeah, right. Oh, talking about the city going to the Bears games. Yeah, talking about the city going to Bears games. Um, oh, broken windows. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I went there for my birthday and I got my fucking window broken into. I got a nice free dinner from Ar Ar Armando and they fucking busted my window. I was like, dude. Jesus. Yeah, but I work in Humboldt Park. I work in the West Side, so uh, actually, it's on. Well, I can't. I don't want to say it on here. Fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I work in Humboldt Park, but it, you know, it, it just sucks going to the city every day, and then I have to come back, and I have to go back to the Bears game for this for the games. Elk Road, or yeah, Arlington Heights is right there. I'm excited for that shit. I cannot wait. I'm so excited, dude. We have been recording for about 45 minutes, and we have not talked about Bulls basketball. I mean, it's that time of the year, folks. We'll get back to this little football. We'll get we got a few more slates. We'll do a little bit more bets of the week. I know we're bouncing around here, but. We're having fun. I know you guys are having fun and we're listening to this. The Bulls are back, right? The Bulls are back. In a, back, in back. A big this is the best team I've ever seen in my fucking... Like, dude, I know Derrick Rose. Like, I know that that era was great. But this is the most talented team I've ever seen since 1998. Just bear with me because I've never seen a shooting guard for the Bulls be just as amazing, right? We've Who was our fucking shooting guard then, right? Keith Bogans? Yeah, Please. Don't tell me that was like John Salmons. John, shout out John Salmons in 2008. He left in what 2010, right when we were about to get good. I love John Salmons. That's the only trade that that stupid motherfucker made. Uh, that was our big. That was John Paxson's biggest trade. 
Seven That's the thing. From the Kings, or did he go to the Kings? He was on the Kings, on and then he Kings. came here, and then we yeah, traded him traded. to the Bucks. I think the Bucks or the Cavs. And that's weird, too. The Bulls always trade in their di- yeah, in their division. In division. Why? That's fucking weird to me. That's the, that's the Garn Pax thing, though, man. It, it just blows my mind that they were in their jobs for so long, made zero moves. We have a new GM come in, first year, completely overhauls the team, immediately become a free agent destination, and the Bulls are, I mean, they got to be top four in the Eastern Conference, top five. For sure. Top one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> top, yeah, top five for sure. Because I, I am so fucking excited for the Bulls. I uh, just got season tickets. Shout out, Danny. We just got season tickets together, and I'm excited as fuck. We have the Bulls playing the Grizzlies. Uh, is that a preseason game? I think it is. Yeah, let's move that one. We have the uh, Bulls for the first game. They're playing the Pistons. Me, growing up, I always hated the Pistons. Every time I went to a Bulls game, it was fuck Detroit, fuck Detroit. Every single time. That's how I grew up. Uh, so they will always be rivals to me. It's a way. I got the Bulls winning. You got Lonzo Ball. You got Zach Levine. You got Patrick Williams coming back. It is time. It is finally the Bulls time. I remember saying in 2015, man, this team's not going to be good till like 2020. Right? And 2020 came. Like, fuck. About time. They're I don't not remember thinking. the last five years. Bro, that's what I'm saying. If you look at the starting lineup, certain starting lineups, when we had fucking, uh, uh, Paul, what the fuck was that guy's name? Paul Zipser. Oh, stop. <laughs> Zipser. He actually balled out a few games. Stop, stop. Zipser that is, that's delusion. Out. That's delusion. <laughs> that's us. That's the Bulls fan in us. We can't do that. <laughs> stop, please. No, we cannot do that. Paul Zipser was not a good basketball player. The Bulls fans saw that and were like, oh, he's got potential. Maybe he could be a maybe a good shooting guard for I mean, he six... scored back-to-back possessions. Yeah. He's our guy. No, I mean, he was 6'6". Six, six. He looked like he had a pro-type body. <laughs> he did. Right? You know, he got him, He played above the rim. But, yeah, that's, again, I, I guess when it comes to, you know, me being a, a delusional sports fan, I said I was a realistic football fan. When it comes to basketball, I, I ride with my guys. Bulls basketball makes everything okay okay so everybody knows that i like the bears i love the bears but the bulls are my favorite team of all time i don't care what anybody says if the bulls win a championship i'm losing my mind right i i wasn't alive oh i was i was like three years old for 1998 but like oh you didn't live to the to the great years like us. you guys did right so here tell me about it because i'm a i'm a fucking schmuck i didn't get to do it thanks dad and ma I mean, the family gatherings was just so, and there's no social media, of course. So you know, right. Yeah. You had to just go to the parties. You were, you show up. Everyone's there. The whole neighborhood's there. Yeah. It's the, yeah. the Bulls, and we're great. Right. So it's awesome. Like we haven't, we've been to the Super Bowl with the Bears once. We lost. Yeah. D Rose has been good, but we were the team in the whole NBA. That's just completely for, for a for a decade. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For like a how whole interesting it felt. Yeah. Get all that good love for that long. It was so fun. In Grant Park when we were little, you don't know what's going on, but now I look back on it, it's like. Those were the times. Yeah, like, that was, yeah, and I was gonna say that too. Like when you said we lived through it, like that we lived through it. But I feel like I, I always say that I was too young to appreciate it. Like I've seen Jordan play in person, but I was too young to appreciate it. Yeah. Like now when I go sure. to basketball games, I always want to sit hundred level. I just I love watching these athletes get up and down the court and do the things that they do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just like Jeff said, when we were kids, the one things I do remember is. The, the the neighborhood parties and then the bulls would win and everybody would just come out of their house you would just see everybody come out of their house everyone's cheering banging pots and pans that's going crazy awesome bro so yeah I mean that's, everyone watched the game yeah like yeah. you could walk out and see your neighbor did you see the bulls probably not like ah nah 
Yeah. Like, oh, you didn't watch the Bulls game today? That, back then, it was like everyone watched the Bulls yeah, game. Yeah, right. Like, every game. You everybody could. talked about it. It was yeah. it was the Patriots of now, right? Yeah. Everybody talked about sure. it. Dude, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, and then nowadays too. Um, I mean, like one of our we were good friends with uh, you know bar out in Wooddale, T Woods. Shout out T Woods. We like have to ask them to put basketball on when when the Bulls are on. You know, and oh, we go yeesh. there because they sponsor our basketball teams. We go there. You know, and we want to watch basketball. We have to ask them because then people just. But from seventeen to twenty, I've been having to ask people to put the Bulls on. From two thousand ten to like fifteen, and I've been asking, but even sixteen, they had the Bulls game on because they had Derek. Um, not Derek. I'm sorry. Jimmy. Uh, yeah, Jimmy, um, Dwayne Wade, and uh, Rondo. Whatever. Yeah, I forgot about. What a season! (laughs) What a season, everybody. That one was a letdown. Last time we made the playoffs. What are you talking about? I know. We weren't going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, unless, what does everybody say? Oh, unless Rondo played. Remember when he was out the fucking third and fourth game? Uh, maybe, but. It's playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo. I mean, D Wade's one of my top three favorite players of all time, and yeah, it was just over at that point. Yeah, he got him five years later. He came. Come on. He came, and I was just like, bro, like. Why? Why can't we just blow this shit up early? But you know what? Maybe it's a blessing in disguise because thank God we didn't have those idiots restart the team earlier. Yeah. They've been rebuilding for like five years. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got lucky when they landed Derek, right? Yep. I just. I'll never forget that day, though. Probably one of the coolest days in my. Well, when we got Derek? Yeah, Bulls Life History. We were, we were in P Bell's basement. I think you were actually up in his pool, and they, they had the draft. And they picked. I thought they were gonna go Beasley. Oh fuck no! I you know what? I thought they were gonna go Beasley too. And then, um, I don't know what the situation was, but when I found out we drafted Derrick Rose, I was like, oh nice, the guy from Chicago, nice. Because I was young, I didn't really like yeah. know too much. But dude from Memphis just balled out. Beasley was good though. Beasley was looking good. Yeah, yeah. double double machine. And we were very smart. Whoever made the, that pick was well, <laughs> the decision. Did you guys hear the decision on why we chose Derrick? No. Because so. Um, they asked the same question. They asked Beasley, like, if you could do one thing in the NCAA, uh, what would you do different? And he was like, well, something like something stupid, like about the locker room or something like that. And Derek Rose was like, to win the championship. Like, literally, just like, I wanted to win. Like, and we said, lost. To hit those free throws. To, that, they yeah, won. to pass the ACTs. Oh, we're not going to talk about that, are we? <laughs> he didn't need to do that. He didn't need to take that. No, yeah. Well, you know, my thing is, is like, why, why, what is the educational requirements to play in the NBA, right? Like, that was always so dumb to me because, you know, I wasn't eligible a couple times in the season well, for it wasn't when the, I played. It wasn't the NBA, it's the NCAA. NCAA, right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for the correction. Too many Bud Lights, like I said. Uh, it's only three, so now I look like a little bitch saying that. Um... But whatever. Yeah, Derrick Rose, uh, what was his ACT score? An 8? Or his real one? I thought he didn't take... Oh, yeah, his real one? His real one was an 8. He failed. And then he retook it. Somebody from fucking wherever retook it and got a 23. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how did that one happen? You go from an 8 to a 23? Well, dude, an 8 is terrible. So, when I was taking the ACT, I did... When we did the prep ones in high school, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to take them. So, I just filled in random things and I went to sleep. I got an 8. And my mom forced me to take uh, all these ACT prep classes, but I promise you guys, I'm not that dumb. So I was able to, you know, I, I popped out a pretty decent score, but... Please believe that yeah, I got an 8, and that's how bad you have to do it. His Dude. mom was a teacher at our school, so she's like, you ain't gonna embarrass oh, me. Like, come on. Oh, yeah, they, made me, they made me retake my ACT score because... I got a 27 the first time on my ACT, or no, I got a 24 on the first time on my ACT, ACT test, 
and they said I cheated because my grades didn't match up with right. the thing. And they're like, there's no way, like, you cheated. And I was like, no, bro, like, I didn't cheat. Like, and I, and I told my mom, I was like, Ma, I didn't cheat. Like, tell them I didn't cheat, please. And, like, she's like, well, you got to prove that you didn't cheat. So I fucking did. I got a 27. And then they're like, well, why don't you apply yourself? Why don't you fucking apply yourself? I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I'm too busy writing down the best of the week, right? right. Like, that's how it's always been since I was a kid. I was... Like, I had, like, four fantasy teams on my team, like, just checking them every fucking, every day where I should be listening in school. Like, put your phone away. Nah, don't worry about it. I was never really in class. I took my ACT, well, hungover. I left the party at, like, I left the house I was at at, like, six in the morning. Where'd you go? Blue Mountain State? You know? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, no, this is, like, yeah, our high school. Oh, okay. Just, just showed up, hungover, you know, feeling like crap, got a 22 left like that was kind of easy guys for what they were saying it was like oh it's so hard you gotta be prepared i'm like i haven't been to class in like three weeks guys it's, it's all right so i've learned that jmo is the king of subliminal flexes right <laughs> so <laughs> every single thing he's like oh, yeah, yeah, i just got a 22 on over no big deal huh like that is fucking nuts and and oh yeah i go to any bears game i need to <laughs> whatever you know that those are subliminal fucks do you know how to tie a tie am i am i i do not tie a tie. there's another one there's three in a row bro that's so fucking annoying <laughs> well i know how to tie a tie shout out to people who know how to tie a tie there's people right now that are really quiet do you know how to tie a tie Damn, man, I got you to tie every day. Oh, he's got us too, yeah. Got that fucking no, clip on. I, I don't have to wear a tie every day. I wear a suit, but no, if, I, if I'm if i tying a tie, I go straight to YouTube. You wear straight suits to work YouTube. every day? Yeah, man. That's a fucking flex, bro. I mean, I guess. if I, I got to be uncomfortable. This is how I dress normally. Like, I was actually voted uh, every Mr. Like, every day is a casual day in high school because all I wear <laughs> is shorts, t-shirts. See how I walked in here? I walked in here with a black tee and I got holes from acid stains in my shirt because I work in anodizing. We'll talk about that later. And wow. your pants were falling off. We saw the ass crack on the Bro, you, <laughs> shut you didn't see an ass crack. Bro, I was holding a, a beer in my right hand, a computer in my hand. I had no belt on because I was like, fuck it, I'm going to let loose. Let me take this thing off. Yeah, I had, you know, I shrunk a little bit and my pants are a little big on me. That's all right. Uh, yeah, that, that was a little flex right there. That's a, look, how much, look how much of the weight I lost. Yeah, yeah, I lost a lot of weight. What can I say? Also, you know, you do not like my apparel because last Sunday you were talking shit on what I was wearing to church. My Hawaiian shirt? Hawaiian, yeah, what is wrong Hawaiian. with my Hawaiian shirt at church? I actually got three compliments on it. Dude, I thought that was hilarious when Jeff called me out, though. So when we did our live stream, I'm sitting there, and Mikey was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And I'm like, you're going to wear that to church? Because when I, when I would go to church all the time, I used to go every Sunday. I went to a Catholic school. Oh, Catholic. My mom yeah, yeah, would make yeah. me, you know, wear a button-up. Dress nice, you know. Wouldn't let me wear jeans. That's how it is, yeah. yeah. Sunday's so, best. Yeah. So when when I saw Mikey, I'm like, "You're gonna wear that to church?" Then Jeff just calls me out immediately. He's like, "Motherfucker, you're not even going to church. You can't tell him anything." Yeah, like, I might as well be crack a beer right now yeah. after we're done with this. What do you mean? I I did too, but yeah, <laughs> a little road soda to church, dude. Yeah, what roadie soda? Why not? I don't know. Um, no, we I go to like uh like the flannel like the Christian you know hey everybody like guitars and stuff like that so it's yeah. a it's a cool little no you you made me feel like shit a little bit though because like I got the kids <laughs> baptized I used to go to church all the time I literally came upstairs and yeah Jeff's right I mean cracked a beer almost immediately my wife's like how how'd everything go I'm like oh it was good you know and I told her the story and uh, she's like yeah dude you you don't go to church ever. Like, yeah, you can't say anything. And I, was just, I looked at my kids. I looked at the beer in my hand, and I was like, "Something's got to change." 
We gotta do something over here. It's about the over. We're fine. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Ah, you could always come to church. Church is a good time. And, you know, lots of singing, lots of dancing. So uh, back to the bulls. <laughs> <laughs> back to the bulls. Yeah, I'm excited as fuck. And you know what? Nobody's talking about Vooch. Nobody's talking about Vooch. We got Vooch off a steal. We, what, we traded an eighth round pick and Aminu, whatever the hell his name is, amino acids. We got rid of him. Right? Did we get rid of him? I think he's off the team now. We was traded the guy. Yeah. We no, he's not on the team right now. But yeah, I mean, initially, actually, when I saw that, I think I was on vacation. And we started texting about it. I was like, man, I can't believe how much we gave up for him because we gave up some picks. But then you know, it gave me a second to think about it. You're right. I mean, that's you a trade steal. A two-time All Star. Yeah, you you have yeah. an All Star. He's got and, he, and he's an All Star. When you look at a big guy like that, he doesn't play like he plays above the rim. But he's not that athlete that you know his knees are going to go or his back is going to go. Right. I mean, he's going to be able to get you twenty and ten for probably the next five years, and just be uh, you know the anchor to the team they put around him. And you know what? Like this guy, he is AK's guy, right? He is that European grit. Mm-hmm. Don't take shit from anybody. Like I just, I'm here to do my job. I'm here to leave. You fuck with me, we got problems. If we don't, that's good. And he gets along with all the players. Really good chemistry with uh, his former teammate, Jamar DeRozan. So, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of good chemistry for this team. And hopefully, I know I'm the biggest shit talker on Zach Levine, but hopefully Zach Levine blossoms, mm-hmm. makes the playoffs. I hated him for four years because I was like, dude, this guy always talks shit. Like, blah, 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 this and that. When has he made a playoff game for us, right? Now he's got the talent. There's no excuses. I think that he could be the best player on the team with this team around him. For sure. For sure. Why no not? doubt about it. It's set up for him. He's like, 20, what, 27 now? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. This is your, you got three years of your prime right here. Like maybe four now. Maybe 31, you'll hit it. What do you think about Zach? You're looking at me like uh, you like Zach a little oh, bit Oh, I too. love Zach. I was a big Zach guy. I was actually, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Ricky Rubio guy. So I watched a lot of Zach Levine when he was on the Timberwolves and he was young. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was high on him the minute they got him. I literally said the first year they got him. Everybody in the office at my place was like, "Oh, this guy's terrible! I can't believe they, you know, we, we picked him up." Too. I literally said that year. I said, "Guarantee." I didn't say I guarantee. I was like, "I bet, I bet this guy scores like twenty five a game, and the Bulls mess around and make the playoffs." And the points were there. The record wasn't, but I mean, he was always a streaky shooter. Now he's more consistent. He was always a freak athlete. And he put it all together. He put it all together. But I'm hoping to see a big change on the defensive side of the ball this year. Because they got some long athletes on the Bulls, and that's what I was I was knocking on Kobe White last year. And it's funny because they got Kobe White listed as six six. I looked at that today. What? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Well, they fucking measure the afro? Yeah. What are you talking about, I know. bro? So I looked at that and I was like, they did that with Ben Wallace. He was six ten. Oh yeah, so you got a little, little <laughs> bit of height. Get, a little oh, bro, get the fuck out! Of that. That's so goofy, yeah. bro. I, I no, I'm sorry, six five. But still, that guy's huge. He's nowhere over six one, six two. No. When you see him on the court, he's a dude. He's small. He's scrawny. So I was just big last year. I was like, the Bulls need to get some dogs. I feel like this year the Bulls have length. Mm-hmm. They have athleticism. They can switch. You know, between one through five. I'm excited to see what they could do. This year is going to be ridiculous. I believe that the Bulls have great guards. I think that defensive wise, though, what makes you think that Zach Levine is? A great defensive. Like Elliot said, he needs to make the strides, and he's young and athletic. Okay. But you got Caruso, and then you have Lonzo. Caruso's a stud. Caruso is a stud. I mean, 
He's not a lot of people like the signing, but defensively, he's there. He's a, he's a good defensive player. He's Absolutely. a nice backup point guard and shooting guard if you need it to be. Right. You know. And then Lonzo's a on on ball defender. He might be one of the best in the league uh, from guard guard perspective. So he's he's gonna make us a lot better. And then, like you said, Elliot, switching. Right. If you get those three on the court together, they could switch anything. And and DeRozan. Right. And my favorite thing about. My favorite thing about Lonzo is that yeah he's the like, he's one of the best defensive and offensive guards that you'll see, yeah. and he's also got the height, right? Russell Westbrook has really good offense, really good defense, right? I'm not I mean actually not really good offense, but he knows how to get to the ball, right? He can't shoot, but he knows how to get get to the fucking rim. I like it because he's tall, he's younger, he's more developed, and it's time It's time to put these pieces together. And what I like is that AK is just a stud, and he just comes in there like a Russian mobster, even though he's probably not Russian, whatever he is. It's just like, listen, like this is what the plan is. We are blowing everything up. Like, fuck you guys. Fuck, fuck guard packs. Like, this is his era now. And him and Mark Eversley, dude, they just... Putting piece after piece after piece together. Nobody thought the Bulls were going to be this good this year. They haven't played a fucking game besides preseason. Preseason, they look amazing. They look great. Their chemistry is crazy. Yeah. Vooch, Damar, all of that. Fuck. Fuck Lowry Markkinen. God. (laughs) Fuck Lowry Markkinen. I hate that motherfucker. That stupid piece of shit. And then he he was talking shit about Chicago after, after all of it. Dude, go fuck yourself. Who do you think you are? You come in here and you average 17 points a game and under a losing record. Good for you. Good for you. Now you want to go get money? You want to go somewhere else? Have fun in Cleveland. Right? That's where you send everybody that you don't like. Cleveland. Yeah. I've always hated Lowry. I was saying that all. Oh, they're gonna year. say you always hated Cleveland. Go ahead. You always hated Lowry. I actually had a great time. I went to go see the Cowboys. Oh, play. Come on, I saw the Cowboys play the Browns in Cleveland. Fourth Street was just popping. Great time. And then the Cowboys killed the Browns. <laughs> That's Browns, great time. Browns fans. That's why. Yeah. Were amazing. They were literally buying me and Kasha beers. We were just having a great time out there. Uh, but no, I've hated Lowry since he got to the Bulls. Softest big man in NBA history. You just can't play like that. Um, like you said, a lot of my friends are that die hard, won't listen, think our team's better than everybody. And, you know, like skiing everybody. Oh, Laurie, yeah, he's he's the future. He's a great building. I'm like, do you watch this guy? He's yeah. not very good. Like, he's on the court a lot. So he's right. going to score some points. He's in the NBA, blah, blah, blah. But you don't want to build your team around him in any way, shape, or form. What were they thinking? Like, well, okay, him, Kobe White, like, yeah, like, we're, you know, like, yeah, this is getting the juices going, we got a good team going here, and then they're fucking losing game after game after game. What are we going on, like, on the 11-game losing streak or something like that? Well, coming ago? out of college, Lowry, you know, highly touted, and sure. it's funny, I actually went to an Arizona game the year after Lowry got drafted, I mean, that guy was like a legend on that campus, I mean, yeah. they had, if you ever get a chance to go see an Arizona uh, basketball game... I highly recommend going to that arena. It's absolutely beautiful with all the legends just posted everywhere. Um, so I mean, coming out of college, you think you thought he was going to come in the league and be like a dirt guy is not aggressive on offense, not aggressive on defense, doesn't rebound the ball. You have no. I, I just can't watch you play. You know, you're six foot ten. You're supposed to be able to shoot threes, finish around the rim. I mean, you got to be able to do something. So I, I've always hated that guy. Probably. I'd say 30 games in. Well, here's my thought. is They've always had this kind of recency bias, the Garpax regime. They've always said, like, oh, well, this could be the next Christoph Porzingis, right? Who the fuck is Christoph Porzingis? 
right? Now, who is he, right? Somebody on the trade block. Somebody on the trade block. Somebody who bitches just like Lowry bitches, right? They are both potentially the same player, right? We were all over Lowry his first year. Mm -hmm. And I understand that Christos Porzingis is probably a whole tier better. But same complaining, same this and that, same that. Like, it doesn't get you anywhere. So what are you doing drafting Lowry marketing? Right. Right, those are my thoughts and whatever. They're I, the same type of player because they don't show up. Right, so. <laughs> exactly, bro. I and where's is Kristaps even on another team yet? Yeah, he's on the he's on the Mavericks. I thought they wanted. So, to get yeah, besides, yeah, I thought they traded him. No, no. Last interview I heard, Mark Cuban was high on him. Oh, or, I'm no, sorry, no, Jay Kidd was high on him, saying that they got to put him in better positions to score. You know, you saw what he did in New York. It's on us to make sure that he's comfortable in this offense. Because that's the type of player that they need him to be. Okay. I'll take it. Fucking Kristaps Porzingis. I wish he would, uh... Yeah. Whatever. One of the best videos ever that draft day. The guy in New York. Crying. Who, who is this guy? Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Who the fuck is this? Who's the big guy? I don't know what he said, but that was so, uh, I forgot who the... I think it was Michael Rappaport, but... Michael Rappaport's a coward. We don't talk about him on this podcast. Yeah, I hate Michael Rappaport. Do you guys know Alizé Johnson? On the Bulls? Yeah. Yeah, didn't he just get drafted? You know what he looks like? Oh wait, no. Yeah, he looks like Jimmy Buckets in uh No, he looks like he looks like exactly Lamar. like Lamar. No, he looks like if Lamar had a baby with Jimmy Buckets. Like literally. That, yeah, actually that you know what I'm like, saying? Yeah, because he's got like Jimmy's forehead, but then he's got like Lamar's eyes from, like right here, and then he's got Jimmy's mouth. What are, are like, we parents? That? Are we Oh he's got your eyes. He's, he's got, got your eyes. He's got your he's forehead. He's a parent, yeah. yeah. So I you're a parent. parent. No, I just saw that picture and I was like, dude, Lamar Jackson's on the Bulls. Let's let's uh, transition to bullshit for a little bit. Uh, we're talking about Bulls a lot. You said you have a couple kids. How? What's it like being a parent? What's it like being a pops? Uh, being a parent. Wait, time out. Sorry. What do they call you? Do they call you dad? Do they call you pops? Oh, no, no, they call me dad. Yeah, dad. Dad. No, actually, daddy. They're still young. Okay. My my son's actually starting to call me dad, which was like. It's funny because it's, it's, you know, you, you see the different stages of the kids. Mm -hmm. He's growing up a little bit. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, having a kids, having kids is wild. It's, it's just always busy, but it's the best thing ever. I mean, the kids were playing baseball, basketball, golf. Uh, we were actually out there in the backyard running routes yesterday playing football. That's so crazy. it's, yeah, I mean, it's literally just like having like a little best friend just out there getting to do whatever, you know, you guys want to do. Uh, and then having a daughter is just wild too because... I mean, it just kind of makes you look at the world a little differently. It makes you, you know, that, that, that's probably why you going to church made me feel like I need to go to church. After <laughs> having a daughter, it's like you gotta, you gotta get yourself together a little bit. You yeah. want your daughter to, you know, find a man that's like you, and you gotta make sure that the man you are is the man that your daughter ends up, you know, or, or you know, a, a man that your daughter would want to end up being with. I'm gonna stop you short, brother, because you do not want your daughter to date a man like me. I'm a scumbag. Well, I never said you. I said, like, me. Oh, okay. You know? okay. But you had that one part of your life that I was like, I should maybe start doing that. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, dude, just because I go to church does not make me a good person, bro. I am a, I'm, I'm a scumbag. Don't be confused. Elliot's a scumbag as well. Oh, so what are we talking about? He's yeah, like right. his own scumbag. Yeah, a good yeah, scumbag yeah, in his mind, so. Yeah. Hey, we're, we all, everybody's gotta be the hero in their own story. Yeah, so. But no, I mean, being a dad, best thing ever. So I know this is going to be interesting too, just with us, you know, doing this together here. All at different points in our lives. I mean, I'm married, two kids. Mikey's just got engaged. Jeez. You know, he's got, got, he's planning a wedding over here. I got to talk about this though. So 
Congrats. Our, thank you. Appreciate that. We got shit shows of the week. Uh, let's do. I, I like that one. Shit shows of the week. I think that's a good one. All right. And um, I know it's whatever, but it's a good one. So shit shows of the week. My shit show of the week is my fiance decided to switch her venue, uh, our venue this week. Um, so we switched from uh, the bridge in Lamont to some place in Lamont, like whatever. But that has been a nightmare. I have not realized how much of a hassle it is. You know, like getting the deposit back, trying to get the deposit back, move shit around, do this and that and this and that. And then the only thing I want to do is create the playlist, right? I All I want to do is just <laughs> fucking make the music for the thing. And she's still like getting mad about the music. I'm like, babe, like what? Like, I don't know what else you want me to do, but I've learned throughout this whole process that happy wife, happy life. And I'm just going to keep my fucking mouth shut and it's going to work out, right? So I say, yeah, whatever you need. But... That switch in the venue thing, that's that's my shit show of the week, man. That's what I've been dealing with and uh fuck, that's that's been stressful. So How close. How close? Good like way. Uh now it's uh we switched the date to eleven eleven, twenty two. So it's a little over a year out. Before it was nine to less than a year. So I got a little bit more time to think about it. Just kidding, babe. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, that's my shit show of the week. Jamo, what's your shit show of the week? I know I just sprung that on you. But... Shit show of the week. I have so many shit shows of my friends. They're, I can name them all. They all have a shit show going. Yeah, and we were talking about lives and everything. Jamo will probably have the best shit shows of the week because Jamo is still living the single life out there every single weekend. So That starts Wednesday. <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you see him on Tinder, you swipe right. That's what you have to do, right? I'm old school. Though. I'm old guy, so I don't really go. use the Here Tinder. I don't use Tinder because there's a lot of people I know on there already. So they already... got age groups. You can fucking switch it to True, ages. I didn't you know? think about that. Yeah, I'm just letting you know. I mean, I don't know these things. I don't know, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you heard. You Sorry, heard. Sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. Yeah. Uh, shit show of the week. Uh, which one of my friends should I call out first? Who was? I guess I'll call out Biz. Will never hear this, so why even call out Biz? But thanks for listening, Biz. We went out Thursday. Whatever. I guess I'm part of this. Went to Bulldogs out in uh, Roselle. Great place. Close to you. Mm-hmm. So I left my car because we got we were drinking. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna leave my car. So I ride with Biz, mm-hmm. who ends up drunker than I was, of course. So then we end up driving his car, me and him, to his place, and I have to work at eight in the morning. So I wake up at his crib on his couch, and bands his girlfriend's there. She's all pissed. We got we drank all night. I need to get to work. I need to get to work. Biz goes, oh, take my keys. I go, okay. So I take his keys. I rush back to work. I'm drunk, whatever. He doesn't know where his car is for two days. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I just reported the Saturn and stole it. I'm like, are you joking? I'm like, oh. I have the Saturn. He's like, really? I'm like, you don't remember giving me your keys at 7 in the morning? Yeah. 7, 7.50, whatever it was? He's like, no, dude. I thought someone just took it. I'm like... And you didn't say this in any of the group chats we're in together. Like, I don't know where my car is. Right, right. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm driving your car around for two days, pretty yeah. much. Like, because I didn't go pick mine up at Bulldogs. And he reported it stolen. I'm like, what if I got pulled over, dude? Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, dude. dude that that got you in such a mess. So bad. He's like, man, I shouldn't have told you to drive there. No insurance, no this, no that. I'm like, bro, you're just trying to set me up. And I, I mean, I, he lives four blocks away, but I was drunk. You know, yeah. in the morning, I'm hungover. So that was that was reckless. So that all biz we're not gonna go drinking with him. Probably will though. Bad so. idea. I mean, yeah, no biz is always a great time. Speaking of bulldogs though, have you guys ever had the purple bulldogs? I don't know what's in that drink, but it's delicious at the at, at bulldogs. You guys never had it? No. It's on the special menu. Make sure you get it next time. You'll feel some type of way. Thursday. Elliot, what's your shit show of the week? Uh, shit show of the week. I mean, this just proves how old I am. Uh oh. We did our uh, our live stream on Sunday. Went through all the picks. Day starting great, you know, come up from the basement where I record, 
thinking it's just going to be a football Sunday. Kitchen sink is clogged. Mm. Water overflowing everywhere. Had to bust open the pipes. And if you know me, I'm not a handyman. I, I give everything an attempt, and then it usually ends with me calling somebody to come in to fix it. And... Yeah, dude, I mean, I had to bust open the pipes, water spilling everywhere, dirty, had to aug the fucking clog, or aug the uh, the pipes, and I still have all the shit from under my sink on top of my sink to this day, because I've been very busy, and I still have to go to Home Depot to get the, uh, like, the plumber's, uh, the plumber's, like, glue yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to get the pipes all, all settled, because, yeah, I still have water dripping through my pipes in my kitchen, so my wife is not happy right now. My kitchen is a mess. And they expect you to get it done right away, right? Like, your wife expects you to get it done yesterday, right? Like, that's how it is for me. Like, when something's broken in the house, she's like, wait, why is it not fixed yet? I'm like... And you weren't home all day. Give me, like, six <laughs> months. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm busy, bro. Like, when I get home, I would just love to work, right? Like, oh, my gosh. So, that's... I don't know. What, what's your wife think of that? She she knows what to expect. My, yeah. So, I've been with my wife since, since like, high school, essentially. So... Mm-hmm. She knows kind of what to expect. Plus, I'm a very busy guy, so when I'm working, I'm working, and that's like where all of my focus is. And then when I'm not working, it's generally I'm all about my kids. Right. So she she knows how it is. So I mean, it is. She can't be mad at that. No. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if if I'm not at home playing with the kids, then she's got two kids to herself. So <laughs> then it's just you know all the responsibilities are on her. So. At the end of the day, though, still a shit show just because I still got my plumbing all messed up. Or not messed up, but I got to fix it, and I still my kitchen's just a mess. You should have hit my line. I would have came and helped. And when I say come help, I would have brought Lindsay, and we could have drank. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> bad move by you. Yeah. So, you guys might not know this. It's the first time on the podcast. J-Mo's sister-in-law, Lindsay, helped me fix my oven. She's just a, a handy woman. Literally can get anything done in the house. So, with my help, of course. Yeah, Jeff's help because he can lift heavy things. <laughs> so if you, ever, if you ever need help moving, just give Jeff a call. Hit him up on Twitter. Find him on Instagram. That's the one thing I always feel bad. Anytime somebody's moving, I feel like you're always there. Bro, oh, that's my role. You, dude, you're the moving guy, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, same, bro. That shit fucking sucks. Shout out my fucking cousin, fucking liar, who said that I didn't help her move and I was the only person that moved everything. She's, and then she told my mom and dad, she's like, yeah, or no, my mom. She's like, yeah, um, I wish Mikey was here to help me. And I was like, what? what? Me and Gunther were, like, my best friend, shout out Gunther. Uh, we were there, like, dude, helping him the whole time. And she said, fucking liar, hater. Anyways, um, that was a nice fucking piss right there that I just took. Um, you said add somebody on Twitter, and I forgot what I was saying. No, um, I was saying if somebody needs help moving, hit up Jeff. Oh, yeah. Call me up. Isn't that the worst thing it's like being a truck right like <laughs> like you are the human version of being a truck right like you need oh can you help me with this can you help me with this it's like no do it your fucking self have you ever heard of movers right when i was young and strong i was all about it i'm like oh it's a good workout Whatever. not anymore when i'm old i'm like dude i ain't trying to move no shit for you like do it yourself you better help at least yeah you better help you better be in there helping i don't see you lifting pillows while i'm moving your couch up the stairs like no don't work that. Not to get any personal, but what is the oldest person that you've helped move? The oldest per I mean, my family, like friends or family? Friends. Friends? I mean, did I help you move probably once? Uh, Nick Ski's like no. 39. 
I was gonna say we we've we I've been with you and yeah. Fast Steve's mom a few times. Yeah, and Nick yeah, so Nick's house is he's like thirty nine now. Yeah. So do you guys use movers or no? I will the next time I move, but I've never used movers because yeah, you, actually you did. You helped me move into my house, um, a handful of shit. But I, I never have, but I will the next time I move. No questions asked. I'm doing the same thing because it's worth and my friends they avoid like oh where's the pizza where's the beer where's the this where's the that I was like okay we'll go afterwards and still not satisfied I hear to the day that I fucking die that they helped me move and I didn't <laughs> I didn't help them out and it's like bro well, you want money or you want pizza and beer so I don't mean to flex again but here we go I he gets paid to, and he gets pizza and beer I have to I usually don't call anybody when I move I do it solo that's okay I just do it myself couches anything I can do it myself I moved out the terrace. Didn't ask anyone for help. I'm gonna show you a video of me carrying a couch a mile, like a mile, literally a mile. Respect. Because <laughs> I saw it, like I was driving home from my apartment, this is when I had my apartment, I was driving home and I saw a couch and I was like, fuck, I like that couch because I was sitting on the edge of the, like for garbage, for yeah. garbage day and I was like, I'm gonna take that couch. I'm not, I can't afford a couch like that. So I fucking put it right over my thing. I walked all the way over there and I fucking walked all the way back. I had to walk across the park. I took a whole video, like a Snapchat of it. Like, I kept like repeated shit Snapchat. And people are like, what the fuck's wrong with you, bro? And I was like, <laughs> well, do it. where do I start? But yeah, so. We so. might have to have a move off. Just between you and j oh, He's 10 years younger than me, probably. Yeah, dude, but you're, you're a different kind of beast, though. Because I'll, I'll never forget it the one time. So, uh, they remember that dumpster uh, off of Roselle? There's that now it's like an Italian restaurant. Oh, so yeah. Anytime we were moving, we were moving somebody. Old and, coach house. By yeah. Old coach house. And we, that, we, uh, it's we, Antonio's now, right? No. Oh wait, I've no, never I'm been there. Sure. Right off the Elgin. But we used to like anytime we were moving somebody and like they didn't want something, we would just take it and just dump it over there. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. And I'll never forget it. One time, uh, Fast Steve's mom had this like big entertainment center, and it was literally me, Fat Steve, and then our buddy Esso. We call him the King on one side and Jeff was on the other side and we're all struggling and Jeff's just like holding it like it's nothing. I forget what those things are called that entertainment center. You keep the dishes in there the old it's old school. Oh it's called like like a buffet or something. Yeah I can go for a buffet for sure. I you want to do a buffet off? You said that right? I mean I don't want to do a buffet off but I mean the guy sitting next to me on my left this might be another flex but there have been times where I've literally told this guy certain items at buffets and he was just Put them on the spot. It's like, oh yeah, you know this place in Buffalo Grove, this place in Arlington Heights. So I mean, if you're a fan of buffets, you might have to get out there, maybe do like a buffet rating, see which ones are the best ones in the area. Because I mean, there's some hidden gems out here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Old Country Buffet, those are you know the average ones, and you got Golden Crayle. Those are you see them every day, right? right? The thing about these subliminal flexes with Jeff. Next week, we're going to have a segment on all your flaws, okay? I don't know. <laughs> oh, we don't yeah. have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, dude, we're, this is like the fifth fucking subliminal flex that I've seen on this podcast. And, and the best one, do you know how to tie a bow tie? No. There we go. We're good. Here we're good. Oh, there we go. He's human. I have four. He's human. It's so like when uh, Ivan Drago, he fucking drew blood. He's bleeding. He's, a, he's not a robot. He's human. You guys are uh, you guys Rocky fans? How are you not a Rocky? All right. Rocky well, is probably one of the funniest movies of all time. Rocky one, yeah, yeah. If you absolutely. just go into it like not knowing what to expect, because like, dude, I'd love just like putting it on randomly and just hearing his act, like the way he talks. <laughs> yeah. That's Biz again. Got to bring up Biz again. He's Rocky. Yeah, 
Yeah. I told him we need to get in shape and go as Rocky and Apollo for Halloween. That'd be oh my gosh, shut the fuck up. You guys gotta go running in the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or do that meme with that fucking jacked arms where they're just shaking each other's hands. Oh my gosh. But Rocky Four for me, that was the best one. Is that is that a hot take? Which one is four? Heavy gun? That's Rocky Five. That's five. Fuck. Five. That's we don't we don't talk about Rocky Five. Yeah, that's why I was questioning that. Rocky Four is Drago with the Russian. Oh okay. yeah, that's obviously the best. That like, all right, so personally. My favorite fictional character is Apollo Creed. I don't know what it is about him, but he's just so fucking like. And then and Rocky Four when he did the Coming to America, uh, the, the the soundtrack, dude. I was like, hey, he's gonna fucking kill this motherfucker. Like he's gonna kill Drago. And then he lost him. <laughs> killed him, dude. I was like, I'm done watching Rocky. I'm not doing this anymore. Like- I was living in America, bro. And then this fucking guy dies because he didn't throw in the towel. Worst. He dies. He dies. Oh my god. Worst. You ever seen the movie Dirty Work? Nah, no, maybe with, no. with Norm Macdonald and Chevy Chase. He's saying he's a bad gambler. Like you just said, he bet the over. He was like, Yeah, you know, uh, Mr. T. He's like, wait a second. You mean to tell me you bet on Mr. T at the end of Rocky 2? Oh, my gosh. That's so fucking funny. And he's just like, I say it's 2020, my friend. <laughs> my uh, <laughs> my uh, Norm MacDonald story is uh, the uh, he threw $30,000 in the fucking river because he's like, it's all going to go to gambling anyways. He was like legitimately a degenerate gambler. There's one story. And then we'll get into uh, another story. There's one story. He. Uh, some charity asked him like, please, would you, would you please donate, you know, X amount of money to us for our foundation? He goes, no, but what I will tell you to do is to bet the over or, or bet the spread on the bears. And it was minus three and a half. And um, I think it was that the Monday night football game against the Cardinals. Remember that game? Yeah, in like yeah. 2005. It was like a no, week. We are, we are bears, that week. Game? Yeah. That game. Yeah. So you bet the, the spread on that game. The fucking charity should have bet it because they would have doubled their money, but they didn't. They didn't listen to Norm, and uh, there you go. So, speaking of like movies and shit and like that, um, Many Saints in Newark, you guys see that? Just watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Saw it last week. Give me your thoughts. I mean, this was, and I know we talked about this before. This is, this was my prequel to The Sopranos in general. I haven't seen The Sopranos at all. Uh-uh. So, I've heard a lot of spoilers, but how old are you? 35, dude. Yeesh, mia. How you not? How have you not ever seen Sopranos? Dude, I'm not. A, if I'm not watching sports, I'm not a big TV guy. It's just not what I do. I don't just sit down and watch stuff. I, I like to binge watch things, which is why I'm going to get into it now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the minute I saw that this was a prequel to The Sopranos, I thought it was a perfect opportunity just to watch it and to get into it. Absolutely. So I'm excited. Can't wait to see what Tony Soprano turns into. Um but yeah, I mean, good flick. I same way. Like I didn't watch The Promos until last year. Right, that's so what you're saying. I'm 34. He's 35. Um, I just I don't know. I didn't watch. We didn't have HBO probably back. It was the COVID. It was like the COVID like special for everybody. Yeah. Like fuck it, we got COVID. How many seasons? I watched all of it. Yeah, it it's amazing. Ridiculous. It's amazing. I personally thought they should have done a little mini series with this new movie. I agree. Instead, that would have made it better because it was kind of quick. And I just recently watched it. So I'm like, what was the point of it? Right. But it was good. Right. But a miniseries would have been dope, I think. Yeah, there was a lot of open-ended things, in my opinion. Right. Like, I was watching it, and I just had so many questions. There was, like, so many things that yes. just kind of yeah, got right. left open. 
where I sat back at the end of it and I was just like, which you could plug some of those in when you watch the Sopranos, but then some they just leave. Oh, right. And that was my thing is like, dude, you could have made this, like you said, a mini series. And my hopes are they take this TV series and turn it into a mini series. But I don't know if that's going to happen with the acting and all the whatever. Maybe maybe different actors are coming into the mini series if it ever happens. But it's a cash cow. Sopranos, that idea, everything about it was a cash cow. And you'll see why they came with that story with uh, Chris Moltisanti telling the story. When you watch Sopranos, it all connects, but doesn't really all connect kind of thing. Right. Um, but yeah, I fucking love many saints in Newark. I'm going to go in there this week. Shout out Frank, the tank. We're going to go to the devil's game. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Is um, that your favorite show of all time? Sopranos? Yeah. SpongeBob is fucking good, bro. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Um, Oh, man. Uh, That's where this chemistry is going to be pretty good, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> Mikey's got this, he's the young man on the show. Yeah, he's SpongeBob. Man, I've been watching SpongeBob since 1999, man. That, that's been my shit forever. Um, everything in SpongeBob is relatable. So, I mean, whatever. Jim Harbaugh loves SpongeBob. Never mind. I don't like I don't like SpongeBob <laughs> anymore. I disavow. Are you a Tim Harbaugh guy? I'm just a Harbaugh guy in general. All right. Jim, listen, listen. I'm a John Harbaugh guy. Uh, I was a Jim Harbaugh guy until Patrick Willis retired. And then I was like, dude, Jim Harbaugh is the reason. I was irrational as a kid. I was like, Jim Ra- Jim Harbaugh is the reason Patrick Willis retired. I'm fucking pissed. Fuck this guy. He's good for Michigan. I mean, decent. decent. I wouldn't say he's good for Michigan. <laughs> he beat Rutgers. Shout out fucking Rutgers. He beat Rutgers. Which he's, is there. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. he's there. We'll see what happens. They snuck away with one against Nebraska. I, I live bet Michigan when they were losing mm. like plus 400. They snuck it out at the end of that game on Saturday, but I mean. Shout out Pete Will. I haven't heard Patrick Willis's name in a while. He used to be the best fantasy player. He was the Defense best player. linebacker in the league when Ray Lewis was in the yeah. league. Yeah, retired okay. in his prime, essentially, too. He, Yeah, he was in the league for all, all 49ers players do that. And 49ers are so boring to me. Uh, like, I, I can't watch the 49ers play football because for the past 20 years, it's been the most boring football I've ever seen in my life. And that's coming from a Bears fan. So, like, <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. Um, I just can't do it. I don't know what it is. Maybe the jerseys. I'm, I, I, I'm not sure. Okay. But it's been put in your face a lot. Kind of like the Cowboys. It's just the team has been put in your face always. ESPN will do that to you. Yeah. Fucking. Or, I mean, with the Cowboys – they were in all the championships. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you got to put the best teams on TV. So you got to do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, those eight and 18 the past five years have been crazy. Those have been struggles. <laughs> I don't know. I, I Like I said, I've been high on them and uh, whatever. I think they'll have a good season. So I think we're going to close it up. We're going to do our bets of the week. Do we have anything else to do? I forgot already. Uh, questions. Oh, the Mikey Bets mailbox. Shit. Don't right. forget about the listeners, man. Yeah, can't forget about the listeners. All right, so we got uh, Nacho underscore three zeros. What do you think the Bulls over, or do you think the Bulls over will hit? The over is at 42 and a half games. I believe that the Bulls are definitely going to hit that over on that. I don't know why it's at 42 and a half in Vegas. It's kind of a little bit too much, uh, too easy because – if you're not from Chicago, maybe people are, are low on them, but people in Chicago know that the Bulls are going to be good. They know that there's a difference, and they know that the team that we had last year had a little bit of potential to win about 30, 35 games. 
You're telling me that this team is not seven games better. Yeah, that actually than last year. That actually worries me because generally Vegas, uh, they, they give Chicago teams a little more credit because mm-hmm. they know that people from Chicago bet. So, exactly. Exactly. So that kind of worries me because I'm high. The minute you said that number, I was like, "Wait a second, I'll take that over all day long," because of the team that they have. But East is tough this year. Um, I'd still take that over any day. I'm probably actually gonna throw that in right after we get off the show here. Yeah, no, yeah, throw the over on that, right? Yeah, why would you not? Yeah, because they're deep too. I mean, when you look at the Bulls team from top to bottom, they're not only deep in the guard position, but even at the the centers. I mean, yeah, yeah, Vooch, uh, Patterson, Tony Bradley, who I mean, people might not know him, young dude coming out of North Carolina, big body in the middle, dude. I think the Bulls are going to make some big noise this year. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, we've been typing them up all, all day today on the pod, and I, I think there's no chance that these guys aren't making the playoffs, and if they do, it's a bust, right? Sure. And then it's time to find a move to, for players. But the last question, uh, shout-out Jason Boone from Philly, a long-time listener, great guy. Um, he asked me, he said, you bet the Bills last week against the Chiefs. Do you have the Bulls or the Bills covering the spread against the Titans this week? Before I give you guys that, my plug-in right here, my shameless plug. Um, if you guys want to place this bet, you guys can go ahead and place that at Bet Rivers. You guys can use the promo code Mikey Bets. You'll get a match bonus up to $250 on your first deposit. So go ahead and use that, download that, and we can win today. I'm going to go ahead and take minus five and a half. That seems like a trap game to me. This seems like Mike Vrabel Mike is a really good coach for the Titans. Um, he just, like, beat the shit out of Urban Meyer, who he hates. Um, but I do not see the Bills, you know, losing or having any struggles with the Titans. The Titans are a easy team to figure out quickly. And if you could figure out a way to stop Derrick Henry – and you can figure out a way to get through that defense, which they obviously know how to get through defenses, then Josh Allen is going to have no problem doing that. So I'm going to go ahead and minus or take that fucking spread minus five and a half for the Buffalo Bills. So those are my Mikey Best mailbox and my last bet of the week. Um, guys, it was a pleasure to have you guys on. This has been really fucking fun. It went a lot longer than I thought it was going to go. Um Hopefully the listeners liked how it all went because you guys are going to see a lot more of JMO, Jeff, AKA Jeff, uh, and Elliot, which, why don't we have a nickname for you? That's I've never had a nickname from growing up. Like, right. Yeah, we got to figure out something. L. That's L. Right, yeah. Like L train. Oh, L train. Yeah. We'll figure out that one next week. We're going to figure out a nickname for Elliot. He's looking at me like, oh, no, I'm a father. I can't have a nickname. But we're going to give him one. So well, uh, I was giving that look about L train because Big Lark calls me L train. It's the only nickname I've ever heard. L train. Yeah. And just, I have just, like 50. Just L. Yeah. That's, that's it. I mean, that's the only one I ever got was L. All right. We're going to figure something out. So L for short. Um, yeah. It's a good time. Thanks for coming on again. You guys want to throw out your handles on where they could find you? Yeah. I mean, we're on Instagram at sports underscore life underscore pod. Um, I run that page myself. So I'm on there all day making all memes, all these pictures. Elliot runs our Twitter account <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> I don't know the, the address of that one. Yeah, no, you can follow uh, me on Twitter at El Noriega 28 
That's Twitter. That's Instagram. I'm old, man. <laughs> I'm tough on the social media. He says I tweet too much, so that's uh... no, not at all. I'm, I'm saying when I'm watching Mikey tweet, I'm like, I got to step my game up a little bit. I mean, <laughs> we're out here in the podcast world. We got to do what we got to do to to spread the word. So, I mean, making memes and selling dreams, brother. There you so, go. All right, guys, tune in next week to the Mikey Bet Show. We're gonna have a lot. Uh, it's gonna be. A fucking good time. Uh, hopefully our bets hit and we'll be recapping that for next week. So everybody tune in. Thank you. Uh, or thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.